Blog Talk Radio. Everybody, hi! You tuned into the brand new show. TKRS presents Thunderstrike. That's right, Thunderstrike. Brand new show coming out of the Ken Reedy Show. Uh, what do you call it? Like the uh, annals, the annals of the Ken Reedy Show. Uh, whatever the case is, find something new here. All right, so here's what we're gonna do. Uh, and I call it in your face. And what I'm gonna, do, you know, to kind of maximize using Blog Talk Radio. And to get more content out, what I'm going to do is I'm going to pick like one topic. I'm going to hit it. I'm going to hit it hard. I'm going to give my opinions because I am the opinionated bastard. And I'm going to just put it out there. And if you want to react right now, I'm on Facebook Live on Quarantine TV. So if you're hanging out on there, cool and the gang, glad to have you on board. I'm also doing the Facebook Live. It should be posted right now on the Ken Reedy Show on Facebook as well. So if you're there and you want to comment, by all means, throw out a comment. Baba Bam, LOL, from producer Michelle. Um, so, yeah, so if you want to comment there, cool. If you want to call in, there's a brand new call-in number. Because go and figure, like with Blog Talk Radio, um, you know, I upgraded my package. Yeah, I got a better package now, man. Uh, when I upgraded my package, I got a new call-in number. So the call-in number is 845. 845- Two four one nine eight eight zero. Again, that number is eight five two four one nine eight eight zero. If you'd like to call in, if you'd like to join in the conversation, um, jump on board. So, like I said, we're doing this. It's going to be fast. It's going to be something I'm burning on that I want to talk about. If you have any topics that you'd like me to dissect on the show here, by all means, message me, uh, text me. Uh, comment on the thread here, send up a smoke screen, whatever you want to talk about. I am game to kind of talk about. Um, so here goes. So what I wanted to, to kind of jump into tonight, first off, obviously, we're in the midst of, of a, a horrible pandemic, and um, I'd be remiss if I didn't start off the show and, and talk about what's going on. And in all honesty, um, you know, first off, well, I'll talk about the positive. I think it's, you know, doing the show and kind of coming with a new idea for the show, Quarantine TV, uh, Michelle DeGee, who will be coming up next on Quarantine TV, doing her cooking show. Um, it's given a lot of people an avenue to be more creative. I feel like I've been more creative um, in, in coming up with this show, Quarantine TV. Uh, we have exercise programs. I mean, it's like an actual network. It's, it's crazy. It's kooky. Um, so that's been the positive, but obviously there's a lot of negative that's come out of um, the pandemic. Lots of people um, are struggling to survive right now. Um, many, many people have lost their lives to COVID-19. So this has been a, a horrific experience where um, people have been placed. Um, and, and those rituals that you, you're, you're supposed to be able to 
have when you lose a loved one, uh, you, you, you don't have. Uh, they're not there for you now. So uh, uh, wakes, funerals, things like that, that provide a, a huge value as far as kind of being able to uh, say goodbye to someone. Um, it's just not there. So it's been a difficult run. And, and you know, I, you got to put it out there and thank all the essential workers that have been out there that, that do not have uh, the luxury of working from home, do not have the luxury of um, not doing anything. I mean, some people aren't doing anything. Now, granted, I don't mean any disrespect. There are some people that are unemployed, uh, and that's horrible. So everyone's struggling now. Um, but what I want to talk about tonight is, you know, when you look at everyone and, and all facets of our society and, and everything that's going on and who's out there and the essential workers and who's being thanked, and, and you look at the media, and the media's just jumped right on board all this, you know. It's like we we got to thank everybody. And nowadays, it's gotten to a point where you can't go, go through uh, watching a TV show without, uh, you know, every single commercial. I mean, if you want to buy a Hyundai, they're thanking essential workers before they get to the point that they're still trying to sell cars. Um, but so right now, you look at things and nurses. Doctors, obviously, thank you, thank you, thank you so much. Um, cashiers, uh, truck drivers, delivery workers, if you're out there making the pizza, we're thanking you. We are thanking all the essential workers. And I mean it from the bottom of my heart because when I get into what we're talking about today, I do not mean any disrespect to any other essential worker. Everybody who is out there on the front lines providing a service, thank you, and I mean that wholeheartedly. What I wanted to get into is the one group of essential workers that are just not being thanked, that are not being looked at, that are not being considered, that, you know, I, I posted on a page, if you want to have a fun sober game, not a drinking game, a sober game, go out there and, and drink every time you see a DSP thanked in the media. I'll wait. Tell them you've seen it. Tell them you've seen it anywhere. DSPs. And I'm sure that, which is unfortunate, and that's what we're going to get into, I'm sure there's some of you listening right now saying, well, what is Ken talking about? What the hell is a DSP? He just made that up. That doesn't exist. A DSP is essential. I scoff at thee. But nay, I will tell you, DSPs provide one of the most important services that that occur in this country, that occur all over the world, and yet they are not given the acknowledgement, they are not given the credit, and they are not given the thanks that they wholeheartedly deserve. And above everything, they are not given the pay and compensation that they deserve. So let's get into it, because I want this to be, I'm burning on this. If you want to give me a call, 845-241-9880. If you got something to say on the thread, your producer Michelle is on the thread on Facebook, and she said, not seen it anywhere. And she's right. Where's DSPs being thanked? So first off, like I said, I'm burning on this and, I, and I'm talking and I'm heated, but let's educate, shall we? So for those of you who don't know, if you don't know, DSP stands for Direct Support Professional. Okay? Feel free. If you have a pen and paper and you want to jot that down, because 
going to learn a little bit. We're going to educate a little bit. So if you didn't know that already, direct support professional. That is what a DSP is called. Direct support professional. Now, you know, what does that mean? What does direct support professional mean? Is direct support, is it someone holding a beam somewhere at a construction site? Direct support, is it some brazier that I need to be aware of? Is it a brazier maker, perhaps? No, that is not it. Okay, a DSP, direct support professional. Those are people on the front lines. They are working with people with disabilities. Okay, that's what a DSP does. They work with people with disabilities. Okay, they are on the front lines of people with disabilities. Okay, and and now that you know that, let me know if you've seen anybody who's been thanked. Just well, the workers, the people who work with people with disabilities, we thank you. Have you seen that anywhere? Because you know what? To quote Geraldo Rivera from 1972 on his expose of Willowbrook, he said, "Quote: Willowbrook is this nation's leper colony, and collectively." Still, in this country, when it comes to people with disabilities, it is our country's leper colony. Because people say, hey, of course, I care about people with disabilities, just as long as it's not on my street. So it's easy for the media to thank everybody else but those people that are working with individuals with disabilities. So when we talk about people with disabilities, what's going on in that field? What is going on when we talk about people with disabilities? What is going on? Why should we be thanking them? So let me tell you. So here's one of the, some of some more terms. Take out the pen and paper. Take some notes. Okay. So when we look at people with disabilities, and we're going to talk about adults, adults with disabilities. Okay. Now, adults with disabilities, they range in functioning levels, obviously. Okay. So some people, some individuals have disabilities, and honestly, they function on the level of an infant, grown adult. Functioning on the level of an infant may not use words to communicate. They need staff to help care for them and teach them skills. And a lot of times the DSPs will be teaching them skills such as hand washing, tooth brushing, uh, just sort of self-care. People with disabilities can range all the way to uh, a vocational level where they're, they work on vocational skills, work on skills to eventually get out in the community and have a job. And we also have people with disabilities who are out in the community and they need certain supports, uh, maybe to, they call it an assisted living, where they live in an apartment uh, setting and they need some assistance at times. So people will come in and visit with them and help them maybe with bill paying and things like that. So when you look at that, so we have people with disabilities can have their own apartment, and be that level of functioning. And also people with disabilities can be working on very, very basic skills, skills that you might be teaching a, a one or two year old. Okay, so that's, now when you talk, when you look at that, when you look at the, the gambit, the, the spectrum of people with disabilities, you need people to care for them. You need, when I say teaching skills, you need people to teach the skills. So that's where the DSPs come in. Okay, DSPs are there to teach these skills. The direct support professionals are there to teach these skills. Now, me, my job, I work with people with disabilities. I am a staff trainer. I train the DSPs to work with people with disabilities. Now, when you look at the level of skills that DSPs need to have, 
they need to be able to teach individuals who maybe need to learn the hand washing and the tooth brushing and on that level, or they need to learn the bill paying. Okay, so that's the level of the DSPs, the professionalism that they need to have. They need to have the skill set to teach someone with a disability those skills or anything that might fall in between. Okay, so think about that. Think about that skill and um, where I work is called a day habilitation center. Okay, and it's kind of a school-like setting. It's not school, but it's a school-like setting. And at times, a DSP could be pulled and moved to different classrooms. So think about that skill set that you need to, if you're pulled, you might be working one day in a classroom uh, with people who need to work on the hand washing and the toothbrushing. And then the next day, you might be in a classroom where people are working on money skills and vocational skills and skills to get out and have a job. So you need to have that skill set as a staff person to work the gamut, to work everything. Okay, so now we got it. So, okay, class. So we got the terms a little bit. We got a day facilitation center where the individuals with disabilities come to learn some skills. And we got the DSPs, the direct support professionals that will work with them in the Dehabilitation Center to, to try and teach these skills. Okay, so that, that's the field. And, and I'm doing this show today because it's amazing. The, the, the amount of individuals in the world that have disabilities and yet nobody knows. Ask somebody, I, after the show, if you've listened to the show, Go out and just go to someone, go to a family member, and just say, hey, there, anonymous family member, have you ever heard of a day habilitation center? Have you heard of a DSP? It's insane, because Willowbrook was closed. The institution of Willowbrook, Geraldo Rivera did his expose in 1972. It wasn't until the mid-80s that Willowbrook was actually officially closed. But think about that. We're still talking the 80s. We're in 2020, and people do not know that people with disabilities, this is how the system works when you're an adult. So I want you to know, because when we talk about what's going on with this pandemic, I want you to put in perspective when you talk about who we're thanking and, and people who are getting kudos, that DSPs out there deserve a huge amount of thanks for what they're doing out there, okay? So moving on. Individuals with disabilities, some of them, they live with their families. Others will live, like I said before, if they're high-functioning enough, can work in a supported apartment. But most people with disabilities live in a residence or a group home, okay, with a bunch of other individuals with disabilities with staff that need to staff that home, okay? So I'm just, I'm just giving you an idea of what the system is like. This is the system. Now, for the most part, in a group home, they don't need staffing during the day. So there's not a lot of residential staff, residential DSPs that will have day hours because the individuals will go to the day have the day habilitation center during the day. Okay. So that's our, that's our system. As we're looking at the system, we're looking at people with adults with disabilities. Most of them are living in a group home. They leave their group home in the morning. They go to the day habilitation center at the day habilitation center. They're in a classroom with their DSPs support professionals that will teach them skills throughout the day and then around three o'clock they hop on a bus they go back home to their their group home where uh, perhaps they shower they have dinner and eventually they, they go to sleep and they start the whole thing all over again okay got it 
we, we got. I know for a lot of you, you're probably like, oh, shit, I don't know this is what goes on with people with disabilities. Wow, I'm learning something, and I hope you are, okay? So that's what goes on. So when you look at a child with a disability, and some of them, which is great, that they're mainstreamed in the school system, and, and more and more, um, you know, we're getting better. And I know I said that it's, it's our country's leper colony, and I believe that, but we have gotten better. We have improved over time. Um, so but when you see a child with a disability, once they age out, you know, and a lot of people, people with disabilities, they're not, they're not going to college, they wind up eventually going to a day center where the day staff will work with them to develop certain skills, okay? So that'll make sense. So that's kind of like, a, a you know, there's, there's a lot more nuances, but I don't want to agree with all the nuances, but that's essentially the system. Okay, so pandemic, bam, all right? We all saw it coming, smile away. What are we going to do? I don't know. Because the thing is, when you set up in our system, you get funding when individuals attend they have. They got to attend. So for funding purposes, it's like we got to stay open as long as possible. Eventually, we had to shut down. Pandemic got bad enough, got to shut down. For the safety of everybody involved, got to shut down our day have. Okay, so day have's a card, get shut down. Okay, so what happens then? Obviously, what happens at that point is everyone has to stay in their residences. And, and um, for the most part, are, are kind of quarantined. Uh, we're going to access the community at this point. We're going to keep the individuals in their group homes uh, basically 24 hours a day, seven days a week, uh, until we can move past this pandemic. Okay. All right. That's the plan. But, like I said, residential is a 24-hour system, and now, the individuals that were going a day are not going a day. Plus, we have a whole bunch of staff that are working a day who now essentially don't have a job. So, what happens then? Well, all the staff that are working a day have, were forced to move into residential. So, they have DSPs had to basically uproot their entire lives. Many of them have kids that are home now are being homeschooled, many of them um, choose to work day services instead of residential because that's the time they have available. You know, they, they don't have the time, they have children or for whatever other reason to work in a 24-hour system. So now all those staff have to uproot everything that they, they, they own and move into residential and work all sorts of crazy hours to get their four week in so they can get paid essentially and obviously support the people with disabilities so I work at, at a, a day have in Tarrytown and those who might be listening thank you guys so much everyone who has done what they do have gone into residential with a smile on their face to support the people with disabilities um, but all those DSPs have had to uproot their their whole professional life, move into the residential system, put hours are offered to them, and, and, and just do it and, and make the best. Um, you know, for myself, uh, just to put in perspective, I, as much as I am the staff trainer, I was kind of drafted back into the role of DSP, and I've been working 14-hour shifts on Saturday because where I was needed, and, and so I, I, I went 
Um, that might be changing moving forward, but that's what I've had to do the basically this month. Uh, I have a, a, a very good friend who she again her hours were uh, basically eight each and every day at a at a day habilitation center, and her life rooted, and now she has to work three to eleven, three p.m. to eleven p.m. each and every night. So you know her whole life is is uprooted. So, um, I, I just wanted to take this opportunity, first show that I was doing in this uh, genre, the new genre, to burn on something for a half hour, to just kind of put it out there that it is important that when, and not to diminish anything that anybody else is doing, but when we're out there thanking the doctors, the cashiers, Hell, the liquor store workers, the pizza makers, the taco makers, everyone else who is out there putting themselves at risk, putting their lives essentially on the line. Man, please, when you're thanking all of them, take a minute to thank the DSPs out there. Take a minute to just thank what, what they're doing. You know, they're they're out there. They're working in these group homes. A lot of individuals with disabilities, they don't understand what's going on. They don't understand social distancing. They don't understand all of, of what a pandemic is. So our staff have to navigate those waters as well as dealing with their own feelings and dealing with, you know, the stresses of the job. Just to put in perspective, and this is where and maybe I'll burn on this. I don't want to do everything COVID on the show, but I might burn on this at some point. But, you know, my program, we lost, we've lost seven people. Seven people at our day have, have died, have died, died. We'll never see them again of COVID-19. Think about that. Seven people, six individual with disabilities and one staff person. Just absolutely horrible. And yet the staff that work there have to swallow that down, put it aside, get up, dust themselves off without any of those rituals that we've we've learned to to deal to help us deal with grief into residential and, and work that system. And that is a total order to ask of anybody. And you know, what I was going to hit on is when I see people right now protesting to get shit opened, we got to get back to work. We got to get the economy moving. Um, all that bullshit. And we have a president that's bragging about his goddamn ratings. Think about it. Pandemic. Thousands of people dying. Thousands of people mourning. Our president's bragging about the ratings of his press conferences. So I get a little bit heated because as myself and other staff and, and the vast majority of DSPs are trying to adjust their new role, roles, as well as trying to process the, the overwhelming loss that, that we've sustained, um, we have a president bragging about ratings. And that, that, that hurts. It hits you right in the heart. Um, you know, there's a, we have a group home uh, in Long Island that housed eight individuals, five Five had died from COVID-19. So, you know, it's it's real. It's not a hoax. 
it's, it's hit uh, the population of people with disabilities hard, and, and you just don't hear about it. And um, when I was trying to conceptualize the show, you know, and I was thinking, you know, I just want to kind of do a hard-hitting, like, let's, let's get in and get out, um, uh, you know, one topic, kind of hit it as hard as I can. Uh, again, if you want to kind of chime in, 845-241-9880, um, you know, I just thought, like, what would be a good jumping-off point? And I was like, you know what? First show, man. This is, I know the field well. I've been in the field 25 years. And I just find myself sitting there watching TV. Could you just, could someone, could someone, please? you know, John Krasinski, some good news. Love the show. Think it's great. Thank a DSP. John, if you're listening, thank a DSP. And listen to the show if you can. If, even if you post it on, on your social media. If you don't know someone who works in the field, post. You know what? I didn't know anything about this. I'd just like to thank the DSPs out there for what they're doing. I'd like to thank anybody who's working with individuals with disabilities. I want to thank them because I will tell you something. The vast majority of DSPs, because this field has been allowed to continue to be this country's leper colony, we are the field that if funding is going to be cut, it's cut to us. So the wages that DSPs in our field are absolutely disgusting. Disgusting to the point where we do have DSPs that left the field because it was more financially sound to file for unemployment than it was doing what they were doing. Okay? Put that in perspective. Again, because when I talk to staff that had to move into residential and hours that were given to them and hope that they can make up their 40 hours, for some DSPs, the 40 hours weren't there. It wasn't available. So it made more sense for them financially to go on employment than to take the hours that are given to them. How insane is that? If that doesn't show you that the system is broken, I don't know what does. That perspective, and both sides, whether you're on the right or the left, Democrat, Republican, whatever side you're on. But when you talk about certain programs and, and when you're on the right, you're like, oh, my God, that's socialism. We can't have that. Think about that. Think about the that there are people that would want to work, but it is more lucrative for them to for welfare. There's a problem there. The system is broken. More funding has to come to our field. DSPs deserve better. People with disabilities deserve better, but they're only going to get better if staff are treated better. And the staff need to be treated better by management, by upper management, by politicians, by our so-called leaders. Funding needs to come to our field, period. And it's, it's never going to get better until we look at it that way. Until we, look at, until we stop saying, hey, we can hide people with disabilities, and we don't have to worry about the people that work with disabilities. Let's just, we'll cut the funding there. That's where we can cut it. And we're all guilty of standing by and allowing that to happen. And to be honest with you, it's Republicans and Democrats, both parties can just kind of say, hey, let's just, let, let's pretend people with disabilities don't exist, and we make sure that we, we cater to the other special interest groups. People with disabilities, like, what percentage? How many of them are, are voting? Worry about people with disabilities. And it's easy. It's easy for our so-called leaders to not support our field. And it's disgusting, and it's appalling, and, and it's become abundantly clear 
during this pandemic that nobody cares. Nobody cares. Nobody's thanking DSPs. Nobody's looking to fund DSPs. Everyone's just like, you sh- if, if you're working, you should just be happy that you have a job. And, and if you're not, so be it, go whatever, go file for unemployment. And that's why I thought, hey, you know, if I'm going to burn on something, if I'm going to get passionate about something, if I'm going to get heated about something on show number one, God damn it, this one I'm going to get heated about. So that's what I'm on tonight. Like I said before, if you know anybody who feel with, with people with disabilities, if you know where there's a, you know what, all these trains that are happening, birthday trains, people that, like the teachers are all. We need to go see our students. So we're going to put signs on our car, honk our horn, and drive past students' houses. Oh, it's awesome. You know, why not form a train and and drive by a group home? Go thank a DSP. Put something together and thank a DSP. Because they are really, they are working tirelessly. I'll I'll give her a shout out. I know someone I work with, her name is Madeline Toledo. Man, I don't know how she does it, but she goes to the group home every day. Big smile on her face. And she like, she does these huge arts past projects and she's been displaced and she has children who are all being homeschooled and she's trying to juggle homeschooling and going from day habilitation into the residential system and she's trying to juggle all that on top of the anxieties of just dealing with the pandemic and and yet she just goes in and dies with a smile on her face each and every day that's what we're seeing that's what's happening in our field that dsps are out there dealing with all the anxiety everyone else is dealing with. They're dealing with all the stressors that everyone's dealing with, except they're dealing with it with a lower, a much lower salary, and they're dealing with it with no thanks. It, it's just a thankless position. And, and that is why I thought that this first show, I will bring this to the forefront. Please share this show around because I think it's important that DSPs get recognized because it's appalling how they are not recognized. I am part of also an organization where I follow the Facebook page, the National Alliance of Direct Support Professionals. Uh, it's a great page on Facebook. And Joseph McBeth, who uh, runs the page, uh, he runs the NADSP, and he has started a project where he's interviewing DSPs, uh, trying to get their plight uh, and what they're, what's happening with them and what's going on with them. And uh, he's got a company in, uh, I believe it's Minnesota, that they're going to they're gonna edit all these interviews together, and they're going to try and put something together to start to advocate to politicians and leaders to, for better pay for the DSPs and better pay overall when it comes to workers who work with people with disabilities. And that is important. So I, I got interviewed for that, and I think it's an important project, and hopefully we'll have more and more DSPs get interviewed because – during this time right now, it is, it is just a, an incredibly stressful time. And I said it earlier, and I'll say it again. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much to everybody. As I look on the Facebook page, uh, Producer Michelle, the liquor store workers are getting us through this. Yes, thank you, liquor store workers. Um, thank you, everybody. And, and in all seriousness, thank you to everybody, everyone who's out there on the front lines. Um, it's not an exaggeration. If you're an essential worker, you're putting your life on the line. And you're putting your life on the line for other people. Um, you know, the, the nurses, the doctors, um, cashiers, uh, people at restaurants who are allowing, you know, for takeout, uh, you know, just takeout. So, you know, last night just getting tacos 
Yeah, it was just, it, you know, sometimes it just lifts your spirit. You know, it's something that, hey, you know, tacos sounds silly, but hey, you know, it's just sometimes you need something that's kind of frivolous that lightens the load. Um, so everybody, everybody who's out there on the phone, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for being out there, for doing what you do. Um, it is so much appreciated. And uh, thank you, thank you, thank you to all the DSPs, especially those from the day services system who have had to completely and totally uproot their lives to move into the residential system to assist people with disabilities. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much. Everyone who's doing that, everyone who's getting out there, everyone who's doing it with a smile on their face. Um, you guys, you guys kick ass. You guys mean the world, the individuals that you support. And if, if you haven't heard it enough from uh, hear it from me here tonight, thank you, thank you, thank you for what you do. For people who didn't know and people who learned a little bit tonight, find a DSP and thank them. Post on your Facebook or your Twitter or anything else on social media. Thank you, DSPs, because they're out there on the front lines just as much as every other essential worker. For you who tuned in tonight, whether it's on Quarantine TV or the Ken Reedy Show on Facebook or blogtalkradio.com slash the Ken Reedy Show, thank you so much for tuning in. This is TKRS Thunderstrike. I hope you enjoyed show again i'm going to pick other topics just burn on for about a half hour so hopefully you enjoyed the show if you have any other topics you'd like me to kind of rant on by all means send me a message and i'll do some research and i'll I'll rant on on a subject i'll rant on anything man i like ranting so thank you all so much for tuning in and if you are on quarantine tv on facebook if you're not on quarantine tv what the hell are you doing man Join up on Quarantine TV. We have so many cool things out there. So following my broadcast will be Michelle D's. I don't even know if we came up with a definitive name for it. Michelle D's cooking show, the All Star Kitchen, um, uh, Cucina di Michelle. I don't know. I don't know what the name of it is, but Michelle D on Quarantine TV will be cooking up some delicious dinner that I get to eat. So tune into that if you want to enjoy some some fun cooking and i don't know when i'll be back i don't know i'm just going to play this by ear man and i'll do another show soon so if you have a topic give it to me thank you producer michelle for helping out tonight everyone who tuned in and listened and watched thank you so much please during these times take care of yourselves i don't want to get all i almost got jerry springer take care of yourselves and each other but seriously take care of yourselves and remember above all else be kind take care everybody